You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans and Cardinals fans, as this is a crossover episode, we are heading to, well, St. Louis is heading here, actually, and Lucas Smith is joining us here on Locked on Rockies, and I'm joining Lucas on Locked on Cardinals. Uh, Lucas, let's have uh, the first things first. How's it going? How are things? I'm good. I just got back from a trip from Florida. The Cardinals did their best to ruin my trip with their play over this last week, but the beach succeeded i was able to relax have a nice relaxing weekend and i'm good man and uh, we were talking off air but this is our first interaction since you've joined the network so how are you how are you liking the locked on network my friend i'm i'm loving it uh i'm good minus the uh soul crushing heat wave that uh is going on in the pacific northwest right now but uh luckily while i don't have air conditioning i have a basement that i have been able good. to hide in, which has uh kept it nice and cool for me here but uh, today's episode is brought to you by locked on mlb prospects if you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects we have the podcast for you locked on mlb prospects hosted by minor league play-by-plays around layton is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow follow locked on mlb prospects on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts rockies cardinals a little independence weekend baseball nothing major happening no big things it's just another time the cardinals are coming to the city Spoiler, no, it's not. It is a big deal for Rockies fans this weekend as Nolan Arenado returns to 20th and Blake wearing the old red. What is it? Red and white. I, I always know red. That's the only color. It's I red know. and gray on the road, but that, that red. Cardinal red looks good in any uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so let's at least let's dive in here. Lucas, you get the notification on your phone there in February that Nolan Arenado has been traded to the St. Louis Cardinals for Austin Gomber and a couple of prospects. What goes through your mind? What, what do you say as a St. Louis Cardinals fan when you get that notification on your phone? Well, I'll go back one step further. I get the notification in late January from Ken Rosenthal saying that the Cardinals are in talks, and we've heard this for two off-seasons now in yep. a row. And I literally texted in the group chat of Locked On, like when someone shared that tweet and then our Twitter group DM, and I literally just said, Oh, good God. Because I, I didn't believe it. I, I thought that it was just going to be another offseason of talks and nothing would come of it. And then literally, like you mentioned, two days later in February, the trade becomes official. And my thought process at the time was that this made the Cardinals, you know, a legitimate playoff threat. Now, that really hasn't come to fruition with some injuries and some players underperforming. But at the time, I really thought this team could play with the Dodgers and Padres. I could yeah. not have been more wrong with how the performances have happened. But still... Nolan Arnado has made a difference because it's scary to think where this team would be without him right now. And you get to take, you get to see a team. That's uh, what happens after they lose Nolan Arenado in the Colorado Rockies, where they are struggling to fill the void that has been left by Nolan, especially on the offensive side. Um, it's an absolute treat to get to watch that guy play baseball every day. And mm -hmm. I know you've probably been enjoying it, Lucas, but like you mentioned, the Cardinals, they have not been playing as well as they could be. Injury is a factor, sure. Nolan's played well. If uh, I mean, I, I I can't say that I'm not the uh, the the ex that has been checking in uh, periodically, making sure <laughs> it's hard not to because now that he's on St. Louis, he's on MLB's Twitter, like every other thing. Yeah, uh, 
you know, so it's, it's hard not to see him. But what's going on with the Cardinals? Uh, what, what is what is uh, what are the issues? Yes. <laughs> the short answer is yes. Um, and again, not, not to be too much of a Debbie Downer, but uh, the pitching depth has been tested and it's been failing. Uh, Jack Flaherty went down with an injury. Miles Michaelis came back for a start, but he's still hurt. KK Kim has seen some time on the injured list. John Gant hasn't lived up to expectations. Um, and then from the a bullpen standpoint, anybody not named Giovanni Gagos, Alex Reyes, and Hennessy Cabrera has mightily struggled with consistency of throwing strikes and even at times those three have struggled to throw strikes and offensively it's been a lot of a lot of hit or miss Um, there's a lot of people calling for hitting coach jeff albert's head right now um and you know might be a little bit justified but at the end of the day it's just the perfect storm of negativity for st louis where you've got guys underperforming and you've got injuries at the same time to areas of the team that we we thought would be bona fide able to to maneuver through these injuries and we just haven't been able to see that happen right now and you know they, they got a win on monday against arizona hopefully um that can turn it around but when you go one and five against the tigers and pirates four of those games being at home yeah, that, that, that that's not a good look for a franchise no that's 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 for for a team like the cardinals when when you're the rockies and you're you're in this we we got we we lost to the pirates we lose to the, these teams but that's kind of what was expected this year but definitely that's when the warning bells are going off uh, there in St. Louis, especially against teams like the Tigers and the Pirates, which are this is a stretch that you would have thought that the the uh, Cardinals would thrive because it appears if I'm, I'm going through the schedule here, it looks like it's Tigers into Pirates into Diamondbacks into the Rockies. Now, the Rockies are a little bit different because they are a completely different team at home. Somehow uh, they are much more, a stronger team uh, when they're when they're playing at Coors Field. But is this a team that needs to make another move? Is this a team that maybe at this point in the year and, and the trajectory you're looking to shift away some pieces to, to really make a, make a jump forward next year? What, what, what do you, what is the word around the Cardinals, especially in this make a move or don't do nothing time frame that we're in here with the, uh, with the deadline looming. We're getting dangerously close to the, it, it's too late mark of the season. You know, we, we've got a lot of baseball left. Don't get me wrong. Right. We've got about 80 baseball games left, but the Cardinals, as we record here on, on Tuesday, as we pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, right. break the fourth wall recording on Tuesday, the Cardinals are four games under 500 and really they're, they're, they're playing a lot worse than that. Cause if you would have told me at the beginning of June, they would win seven games in the month of June. I would, I would have called you crazy. They've played mm-hmm. two playoff teams, the Dodgers and the Cubs for five games total outside of that. Nobody that they played at the time was a playoff team. So I think that this team needs to make a move. It's just a one, uh, a matter of how aggressive they're going to be because the president of baseball operations, John Moselak has said, we're not going to, you know, forfeit the future. We're not going to trade a Nolan Gorman for a Max Scherzer. It's just not going to happen. And so that, and he, you know, there's a whole lot of storylines, whether whether or not the Cardinals do actually feel any pressure to win, if they're just looking at this as a bridge here. But I think if, if, if no move is made before the trade deadline or before a week before the trade deadline, we're, we're looking at a, at a situation that that's too late. And that's why I said at the beginning, it's been nice to have Nolan Arenado on the team because he has been a, a, one of the few bright spots. You know, he's actually performed better than he did in 2020. Um, you know, the average is down, but the on base slugging and and, you know, OPS plus are all there. So it's scary to think about what this team would be like w- without him. But you mentioned the Rockies are a different team away from Coors Field. How bad are they away from Coors Field? Historically bad. I, I mean, <laughs> this is a Rockies team that uh, they mathematically cannot win 10 games on the road until July. 
I mean, this wow. is a team that I mean, they have won. And, you know, it's it's crazy. You've heard the Diamondbacks storyline. You've heard the Orioles storyline. You've heard about these losing streaks. They still are better on the road than the Rockies. Those teams are still better record wise than the Colorado Rockies. And, and to be totally honest, I have no answers for why this is a team historically that struggles on the road. Obviously, you got your course field stuff. I mean, and, and I'm not going to dive too much into that. Um, but I just to be totally honest, it, it comes down to, I think, the bullpen. I think the, the biggest issue with the Rockies, in addition to inconsistent offense, is the bullpen is 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 bad. It, it, like it, they, they were able to shut the door. They've been able to, to save some games. Daniel Bard has been all right at best this year. But the bullpen has just imploded and really cost the Rockies so many opportunities to win games on the road. If they have if they would have won half of the games that they have lost on the road so far this year, they'd at least be, you know, a run of the mill kind of contending team. They're not way down in the standings. Maybe if you really are optimistic, somehow if they catch fire, can scrape at the second wild card spot. Definitely don't think they're good enough to do that. But the starting pitching has been good enough to, to keep these Rockies in, in so many games. But the, if if the if the bullpen doesn't blow it, the offense doesn't step up. If the <laughs> offense steps up, the bullpen probably blows it. There's been far too many four five run leads in the seventh, eighth inning that aren't safe because the bullpen simply can't get it done. And but for some reason, they come to Coors Field and they're able to just either score more runs and, and, and you know, win in, in Coors Field fashion by by just out hitting the other team. Or they're in the case of yesterday, shutting shutting the Pirates down two nothing. I mean, a two nothing game at Coors Field. That's a rarity. You're not going to see that very often uh, I'm there at 20th and Blake. So I, I have been looking for answers. I'm looking for answers all over uh, in terms of the Rockies. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to be excited about, but. It all stems to the Nolan thing, though. I still have so many questions stemming back from that, uh, you know, going all the way from why did you side with a GM and then two months later let him silently walk away without having anything to do that when he traded away a once-in-a-generation player? What are you doing with the GM? You lost two more pieces to the front office and scouting in the farm system where you're about to have a high draft pick. You're about to have a, probably another high draft pick, and you have to figure out who who is going to be on this roster? What moves are you going to make? Are you making moves? And and that's really what's worrying Rockies fans too. Is as much as we love these players, the Rockies need to do some stuff. It's just a matter of will they? Well, I want to get into a little bit more of the Nolan Arenado effect of him leaving, but let, let's get into one of those players that that may or may not be on the move, and that is somebody who just accepted an invitation to the home run derby. Trevor Story. First of all, your thoughts on him being in the home run derby at Coors Field, how electric that could be, and could that be his send-off from Colorado? I cannot wait. I was hoping for this since the All-Star game was uh, one of the things since they announced the All-Star game uh, in Colorado or coming to Colorado. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. If, if, if Trevor Story is to be traded, this is a way for Rockies fans to celebrate and embrace Trevor Story. We've seen the defense. We know it is, but for me, and I think a lot of Rockies fans, we know Trevor Story as the dude that came into the league and started hitting home runs. That's what that dude does. He hits the crap out of the ball, uh, and, and I literally am ecstatic. I hope he does well. I know the home run derby is a whole thing. I know he hasn't hit as much as he's used to this year. I was seeing some people get snobby on it. Uh, there's, there's no better storyline for the Rockies here. I, I, I do think the Rockies maybe deserve some reserves or at least some people that deserved a final <laughs> chance in some, some all-star voting just because we've had some unique players that I think have, have made great impacts uh, uh, on uh, on the team and in the league this year. But 
this is the representation representation for the Rockies that that I think is key, and I, I am I cannot wait. Uh, I I was talking to Ethan uh, Smith there of Locked On Pirates yesterday, and he was saying the home run derby doesn't do it for him as much anymore. Really? And I I'm kind of the opposite. I think ever since the rule changes, I think home run derby is uh, the most exciting thing of All Star Weekend, and you throw it at Coors Field. I can't wait to see Shohei launch, but I'm really oh. hoping that Trevor is able to connect with one and launch one over the truck and left, and and he's hit one five hundred and five feet at course during a game how far can he hit one here uh in an in a in, in a game where he's just being peppered meatballs uh, i i cannot wait my excitement level for that is is through the roof and i'm now i'm kicking myself a little bit more for for not pulling the trigger on some all-star game stuff i had but moving and life is kind of expensive so yeah <laughs> the All-Star game is not cheap to go to no it's not and i would imagine that would have been a hot ticket especially because of the the home run derby there and everything and now especially with, with shohei i mean and can you only imagine what the yes. resale t- resale value on those tickets are um but yeah i think that i, I would like to see two cardinals in the on the home run derby i don't think it's going to happen i would love to see tyler o'neill in the home run derby i think he got snubbed out of an all-star vote finalist that's my own that's a different rant different podcast episode and how fun would it be? What a storyline would it be if Nolan Arenado was in the home run derby? He was I, asked by Jeff Jones, who covers the Cardinals, if if he would accept it. He said he I forget if it was him or O'Neill, but they both said they would accept it or if that were to come. And that would be a huge storyline. I, I, I would be ecstatic, but I, I'm not going to lie. I I am so conflicted about all <laughs> of this. I, I cannot. This is just an extra I, I mean, my my one authentic jersey is is a is a Nolan jersey. But before I gush too much about Nolan and and because I can go for a while about <laughs> uh, about Nolan Arenado, I got to tell you about uh, the quality products at RockAuto.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter just orders the parts on the computer anyway? You got the access. You got the computer. You got the phone. Check out rockauto.com and make sure that you are saving money on a bunch of great products. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. I had to jump through all the hurdles of going through the big box store to get all the pieces for my car for a big move that I had to do. Skip all that. Head on over to rockauto.com. You know what you need, and they will make sure that you get a great price for it. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need RockAuto.com. We're talking to Lucas Smith here, locked on Cardinals. I, and we were talking Nolan in all-star game stuff. And, and this is where I was going to say is one thing that's disappointing. I'm disappointed by Rockies fan voters. I know he hasn't performed well, but I would have loved to see Trevor and Nolan on the same side of the infield mm-hmm. one more time. Um, be that with the Cardinals uniform. I think putting him in the Derby would be a cool storyline. I, I would want to say, and I, like I said, I just, it, it just is, I don't know. I, I am just not over. <laughs> I'm not over the trade. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I was someone that started the year super tough on Austin Gomber. He has been a, a you know, he's been great lately for the mm-hmm. Rockies before getting hurt um, uh, there and, and spending time on the IL. But 
I, I just there's just something about Nolan that just brings such a high caliber of player. And I'm just at least glad with Nolan being a part of going to be a big part of the all star game is that Rockies fans get to actually celebrate and embrace the, the player that it is because Nolan's final game in a Rocky uniform came in a, 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 at an empty house. I mean, he mm-hmm. didn't get none of the, the rock. And, and that's what makes this whole thing harder. The Rockies fans didn't get to send off, you know, the new Todd Helton, the new face of the franchise. I mean, this was the guy that was, we were told is going to be on the team forever for, you know, retire Rocky eight year deal. I mean, this was a team or a player that, that everyone had. So at least with, with Nolan, not only getting the recognition he deserves as a player, I, I am uh, very ecstatic to, to at least allow or hope that Rockies fans will embrace and, uh, and show Nolan the love that he deserves. And I'm going to put my foot down right here. Rockies fans, if you are listening, if you are not giving standing O's to Nolan uh, Arenado when he comes back to Coors Field this weekend, you are in the wrong. You are in the <laughs> wrong, and I'm, I'm just putting this out there. I am not team management. I am not on the cart that Nolan forced his way out of Colorado. I don't buy any of that stuff. I am that guy came to the park every day and, and and was incredible. And I mean, changes the game and makes even the worst Rocky team must watch baseball. And I think Lucas, you, you were kind of identifying that even with the Cardinals being bad, it's still awesome to watch Nolan Arenado run backwards into left field and get a basket catch. That uh, is absolutely bonkers. Insane. Nolan being Nolan. I don't know if that was coined by one of your broadcasters yep. or it was. Okay. Nolan yeah, being Nolan. We've heard Nolan be, I can't remember who, but Nolan being Nolan. Yep. That was, okay. I mean, it's worked so well and it's, I mean, it it's does. just like, yeah. Cause he makes all these plays look just so effortless. And you like, know, you, you, you saw it for close to seven or eight years. And I think that, you know, this, this Cardinal team, the Cardinal franchise, I think it gets this bug. And I talk about this a lot with Javier Reyes of Locked on Padres of being a boring team because they never have the, the biggest payrolls or the most, you know, the, the sexiest players to market and what have you. Since when is winning boring? I've never yeah. understood that. You know right. what I'm saying? And like, yes, Cardinal fans are, are spoiled and all the, you could argue all these different things, but winning isn't boring. I don't care what, what yes. you're saying. And again, that, that's a different thing, but this Cardinal team this year, you could argue, is a little boring. Doesn't have a lot of flair. Doesn't have a lot of excitement. Nolan brings that. Arnado mm-hmm. is somebody that, that like, like you said, makes any team he's on must watch baseball because you can't leave your seat, whether he's on the field or at the plate. You just can't because he's going to do something electric. And I think that, you know, whether or not he gets his moment at the Derby or the All-Star game, I think it's a guarantee, unless he gets injured the next two days, as I knock on wood, that he's, yes. he, he's going to, to get hopefully the recognition he deserves this weekend against Colorado. And I think just, just to kind of blow your mind for a little, just a moment, if Nolan Arnauto makes the all-star team, he's going to make it as a St. Louis Cardinal, but he'll be going back to the team that drafted him and, you know, brought him up. But the team that he's playing for isn't paying him, but the team that he's going, the, the field that he's going to, that's who's paying him. I worded that horribly, but you get what I'm saying. It just all circles back to that deal, man. <laughs> it all like, and, and that's the thing, like the Nolan trade talks, like the, part of me, you know, you had to in your mind, but the Rockies too quickly blew it up after tw- uh, 2019 and 2020. I, 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 and you can't say it's a finance, you know, they just traded him for financial thing because they're paying the Cardinals $50 million for him to hit 278, 14 home runs and catch basket catches in left field. I mean, it's, that's what's so maddening about mm-hmm. this. And in, in addition to that, and then Breidich gets to step down. I, I am still filled with, irate sports rage about about that it's just mind-boggling to me that that 
They, they they give him the opt out. They do all this stuff. They just uh, it all you all the Rockies needed to do to keep Nolan happy was to get a CJ Crone. You just needed someone at first base that isn't Daniel Murphy or Ian Desmond. Like those were the two. Like that's what always blows my mind about when people are are, are get say that or blame Nolan or get that stuff. The team said they were going to build around him, and yet they let DJ LeMahieu walk and instead give Daniel Murphy the same contract that Dan, that DJ LeMahieu signs for the Yankees. You can't you, you're telling me that you looked at, between Daniel Murphy and DJ LeMahieu and you said that guy is the dude that we want to go with and it's not the all-star second baseman to go along with your infield of Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story and DJ LeMahieu. That's what I think people might not remember. Yeah. That was the Rockies infield Three years ago, four years ago. Wow. Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, and DJ LeMahieu all were on the same field. All the Rockies needed to do was find a catcher that could at least hit something and a first baseman that actually was a first baseman. And instead, yeah. the Rockies kicked the can down the road because they don't want to go after a JT Romuto. They don't want to go after someone for these names. They instead go for these vets that they want to bring to Coors Field to, to give them another life because they brought did it with Kadire. They did it with, with those type of people. And, and it just was so frustrating that the Rockies took their contention window and, and just absolutely smashed it because as we're seeing this year, the Rockies have good starting pitching. If a little couple of bullpen, you know, they did invest in the bullpen. It didn't work out, but they, they use this we're a small market team thing or anything. And that's just not true. The Rockies get great attendance. They have the money to spend. And it's, I don't know. I, that's why it's so hard this week, not only this weekend, but all-star weekend. I mean, the storyline for 2021 could have been so drastically different for the Rockies. If, if just a couple of different pieces, you have Nolan Arenado and Trevor story starting the all-star game in Coors field at a, at a team that's fighting with these, these, these slug fests between the Dodgers and the Padres. Cause you got starting pitching that's competing with them and a defense that's backing them up and an offense. And instead the Rockies are historically bad on the road directionless in the front office. And, now going to see the guy that they thought was going to be their franchise player make fifty million dollars. Well, probably I'm going to go ahead and say Nolan's going to go. What was what is I'm going to say he's going to go like six for fourteen, a couple of home runs. He's going to have like three RBIs. He crushed the Rockies the last time they played him, mm -hmm. and it's just. I don't know. I, I will never swallow that pill. It's getting easier, but uh, there's I like I said I I know ranted there, but it's just so no, it's all good. It's so dis it's just disheartening because it's just like I don't know where to go next. And now we're gonna lose Trevor's story. Where instead the Rockies 2021 could have been where the Rockies were really making some noise. A, a playoff team back to back times uh just three years ago. Right. That that's what I think people don't understand is that you know the Rockies were a playoff team. And were they winning division titles? No, but they're making the playoffs. And as Cardinal fans, we know when you make the dance. Anything can happen. You right. know, I feel like people sometimes say, oh, you've got to win the division. You've got to be dominant. No, you've got to sneak in. you got to sneak in and get hot at the right time. And I think that, you know, from the outside perspective, I said this with Ryan Latica, who's a former host of Locked on Rockies. I said this when we did our crossover the day of the trade. Trades like this are not good for baseball because it's a, it's a franchise giving up on a player simply because of money. You know, whether that's true or not, that's a different discussion. But that, that was what they said, basically, was we can't pay them, right? And yet you're still paying him. So it's a, it's a conundrum, right? But it, it's still bad for baseball. You know, I'm great that it happened for St. Louis, but it's it's just killing these small market teams and, and for your, for not only to lose out on a franchise player, but to have to pay him. Just, I can't imagine the amount of salt in that wound. And I, I didn't see one person that was happy with this trade on, you know, in terms of thinking it was a well thought out trade from the Rockies perspective. Did you? 
Uh, no, no, right. I, no one. I mean, I, what I saw was this is potentially the worst trade of all time in baseball <laughs> history. I mean, that's what you see. And, and this wasn't a money thing. It was an ego thing. It was mm-hmm. Jeff Reidich, the GM. Didn't I mean he and this is not just Nolan. He's notorious. He didn't like talking to the media. He didn't like criticism. He didn't like opening up. He didn't like doing anything. He really was just kind of uh, a GM that wanted to be in the shadows, yet drafted nobody that pans out that took a contention window and took a team that could have been one of the most exciting teams in baseball and ran it into the ground. It's it it was not a money call. It was that, but I don't know. I mean, for but it, what's done is done, but I, I got to ask you, Lucas, and speaking of kind of crazy things and, and reports and, and one of the parts of that contract is that opt out and $80 million is a lot uh, a year. And, you know, and, and Nolan's contract, it, it's an insane amount of money to walk away from, but Nolan is that type of guy that is that win attitude type of person. Is there any is there any concern? I've seen mumblings of that opt out playing a factor. I mean, you think after this trade, Nolan's was the going to be the third baseman for the Cardinals for eight years. I still think that uh, I, I'd be I would be lying if I said there's no concern. I think that there definitely is a little bit of concern, especially with with with, with this month of June the Cardinals have had that has been atrocious. They haven't been winning, so that that's the problem. Um, but he. He's been a fan favorite the first month and a half with a was a dream come true. It was just what the doctor ordered for this Cardinal team, this franchise, this fan base. I, I still just think he loves St. Louis. I think that the reception was great. You know, even if the Cardinals don't win this year, I, I, I just don't see him walking away from that amount of money. And that, that's no, you know, no disrespect to him or the talent of him. Just walking away from that amount of money is hard. Going into the fact that free agency is broken, going into the fact that the collective bargaining agreement is about to be due up and they're going to have to do this whole thing all over again. I just think that there's too much from even just from a straight business perspective, there's just too much risk involved uh, of saying no to that kind of money because you might not get that kind of money because he's getting older. You're not going to get that money and you're not going to get that length after after this year if you if you go. But and, and, and you nail it because Nolan is in a place that, I mean, St. Louis loves baseball. I mean, let's be completely honest. This is a franchise that is going to make the moves to keep Nolan happy. Right. And I think that, that you know, if I were a betting man, I would bet on Nolan Arnauto staying. And if you are a betting listener, then we have the place for you. It's betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is well within full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. But not just your baseball fix. You can also get the latest news, odds, and info for NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch between the Cardinals and Rockies, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% welcome bonus. That's free money. Enter the promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Paul, let's go ahead and get into this four-game set between the Rockies and Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals send Adam Wainwright to the mound on Thursday, and Adam Wainwright is a 39-year-old Wiley veteran that has been really bad on the road this season. Colorado is not an easy place to pitch. Um, that, that said, I tend to not bet against Adam Wainwright just because he has been so good for so long. He, he's one of those kind of guys that has a feel pitch. Um you know, if, if he's got a good feel for his pitches, he's going to be just fine. I'm looking forward to, to Thursday night. Who do the Rockies got going? 
Uh, I don't know if they have announced yet, but Erman being on, they got John Gray. So it's probably I'm going to put my money on Antonio Senzatella being uh, the first up for the So the Rockies are going to be looking to play a lot of defense behind Senza. That's what they do. He is a ground ball pitcher. Uh, he So he if, if the Cardinals are able to really square up Antonio, they'll be able to, to, to put the ball uh, into the gaps, the big gaps there in, in the yards and, and take advantage of that. But Antonio has been really great at, at home, been able to keep uh, the, 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 the hitters on the ground, which, which is what he does best. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see though. But again, this is a, a Rockies team that plays completely different at home. It, it's, it is a matter though, of how will the Rockies respond to, 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 will they hit? Will they not hit? Um, that that's going to be the big question, but, but Senza is a pitcher that's not going to come in and, and absolutely dominate you in terms of stuff or velocity or things. He's going to get you to, to have ground balls and, and have that defense help him out there. And, uh, the big question mark, what we'll, what we'll watch too, for the series coming up is, is if Kyle Freeland this, uh, yesterday he was pulled from the game early, uh, but it was just cramping. So that is a, a pitcher that, uh, I don't think the Cardinals saw the first time around when, with, because of his, uh, injury, he got there in uh, spring training. So, That'll be another arm for that the Cardinals haven't seen yet uh, going up against there at, at 20th and Blake. Um, the big thing that the, the, the Rockies have to have, though, is a strong bullpen performances because this is a Cardinals team that will do some damage to you uh, if given the right opportunity, if, uh, if, if watching correctly this year. I mean, there's still some big bats on that team. Goldschmidt, Yachty, Nolan. Those are three names right off that I can think of off the top of my head that, that can really put the bat to the ball. Well, I mentioned his name earlier. I'm looking forward to see how far Tyler O'Neill hits a baseball. Right. I mean, that is a, that is a strong man. He, he's been kind of this guy that, you know, is he going to be able to put it all together this last handful of years? And he has this year. And he's not a guy that needs to hit 280 or 290. He, he not, He's not a guy that's going to do that. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. He's going to hit 250, but he's going to hit uh, – you know, he hasn't yet, but based on the amount of power and the rate, he's going to hit you 25, 30 home runs. Right. And he, he, he hits bombs at Bush. It's hard to hit bombs at Bush Stadium. It's a pitcher-friendly park. I think that he could have a good series. I'll tell you right now, don't hang a breaking ball to Tyler O'Neill. Um, <laughs> he's he's going to crush it. It can happen. Which can, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the thing with, with the Rockies pitching, especially in the bullpen, is the issue is the stuff doesn't bite, and it's just there, and it's ready to be – it's just the big hits come late. Uh, against the Rockies. Uh, and and it's, if that's the thing, the Rockies have to capitalize early. They have to capitalize on the fact that their starting pitching has been great and, and keep that momentum going for them because they, if, if they do not have a double, not I, honestly, if they don't have a double digit lead, it certainly <laughs> feels that way. If they don't have a crooked number lead, uh, it is dangerous. It's scary. It, it, there have been many times, even especially at home when you're sitting there, the Rockies got a three run lead in the eighth and you're just like, here comes Carlos Estevez. Here comes, you know, Gilbraith, who's a young guy. But, I mean, there's just some young people the Rockies have called up that have just gotten – I mean, they just got shelled right away. Mm-hmm. That they, they, Because, they, you know, this is the time the Rockies need to dive in and look at what they have uh, from the uh, from the young pitchers there. But, um, yeah, uh, the other thing I think the Cardinals are really going to – that the, the thing that wasn't a factor as much in the first series that that will be something for the, uh, the Cardinals to watch is uh, Swagger and Dagger as they are named, which is Rymel Tapia and Jonathan Daza, the uh, one-two punch of the, the Rockies batting order. You, you, you're normally not too scared of a guy that has a launch angle of like less than one uh, and, uh, you know, more, nor, only hits mostly ground balls. But Rymel Tapia hits the best, most exciting ground balls in all of baseball. And uh, he is fast. He's great. And with the uh, 
I don't know if power hitting's right, but just uh, the the rookie behind him, Jonathan Dazler, who's really been swinging the bat well, a lot of extra base hits, really finding the gap and putting some good charge into it. That's where the Rockies can get going and get that momentum going early when it comes to speed on the bases from the two of them leading into your story blackman crone your your three bats mm-hmm. that you're expecting to do big things so that that'll be another factor because Rymel tapia and jonathan daza big bright spots for the rockies this year yeah i think offensively from a cardinal standpoint it's going to be can they can they have good solid situational hitting they were five of 12 with runners in score position on monday four of those hits came in the seventh inning when they scored six runs so outside of that seventh inning they were not a good situational hitting team i think that you know Call me old school, call me old fashioned, call me out of date, call me what you will. Situational hitting, I think, is still an important part of today's game. Get Absolutely. them on, get them on, get them over, get them in. Especially if you're not in three through four or three through five for the Cardinals that really don't have a lot of home run power. So are they going to be able to, to situationally hit? And are those pitchers going to be able to throw strikes? Cardinals have the worst walk rate in the, among bullpen pitchers and starters in the league this year. Outside of Adam Wainwright, you really don't know where the ball is going to going to go. Especially now, if they're not using sticky stuff anymore, <laughs> that's a whole other storyline. But Paul, when I saw this series in the schedule, I did not think it would be a battle of fourth place teams, which it very well might be <laughs> come this yeah. weekend if the Cardinals are still in fourth place. And the, I think it's probably statistically impossible for the Rockies to be in fifth place at this point. I don't know, but it'll be a battle of probably fourth, fifth, or third place teams that I did not expect. Baseball is hard to predict. It's hard to predict when it's two game, two days away. Do you have any sort of prediction for this series? Um, I think I think the Rockies show some fight, some life. I think you get a great atmosphere at the ballpark of about 65 percent St. Louis fans, about 20 percent actual Rockies fans and another 15 percent of people that are just excited to be there. That's kind of a mean joke for me, but we all know <laughs> that, that that's just been another thing for the Rockies. I mean, when these big teams come to town, they it does kind of feel like an away game. I mean, it will be loud there for against the Rockies. There will be a lot of St. Louis fans, but this is a, this is an opportunity for the Rockies to show that they are a better team than they are. And, and I think being at home, this is their opportunity to kind of be like, Hey, you know what? We know who's playing third base over there. We're, this is us. This is who we are. This is, this is the the team we want to be. And I I think the Rockies take a couple, I could see a split, um, but I, I, I'm leaning more towards a a Cardinals uh, series win, um, but I also really wouldn't be surprised if the Rockies turn it up and, and, and do some stuff. It's so hard to predict this team at home. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it is literally because you want to look at everything. You want to look at the stuff and yep, yep, it's the Rockies. They should they should be struggling, but yet they are darn good at home. And, and if the starting pitching is sharp and, and if the bats are there, I think they can survive and steal one. But my I'm leaning mostly towards a, a series split here myself. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think that if this was a four-game set at Bush, I say Cardinals take three out of four. But I think one thing I'm looking forward to, you know, if Nolan hits a home run, I think that that's more of an if. But when Nolan Arenado makes an incredible defensive play for the first time in a road uniform at Coors Field, I think that'll be kind of a, a fun, like, haha. I can do it to you too, like a taster right. on medicine type of thing. Yeah, It'll be- it, it, once once he once uh, Rymel hits a bouncing ball that looks like it's gonna it bounces fair and it's gonna shoot over into the foul territory and Nolan does a backhand off the uh, off leg and throws it while like doing a front flip. Yeah. It'll be very <laughs> painful, but I'll also be like, hey, he's really good. I he's really. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there and be like, eh, you know, I'm gonna, I I I will never be upset at nolan the player i never can i i i he, that dude is uh, he he's someone that makes baseball much watch much watch much 
wow, must watch TV. Um, but um, Lucas, it looks like we might be going a little long here, so we'll we'll, we'll probably get ready to, to wrap things up. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for letting me vent and uh, enjoy enjoy not only uh, Nolan Arenado but hopefully a, a better second half. There's a lot of potential there, I'm sure, still for the for the Cardinals. And, and yeah, too early to say it's 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 too late, but uh, unfortunately that uh, that that uh, is looming a little bit there. That it is. Potential it means nothing until it's realized. So hopefully the Cardinals can, can realize some of that potential. So before we let you go, Paul, why don't you tell my followers where they can find you? You can catch me at Locked on Rockies, L-O Rockies on Twitter. I'm also at Paul Holden 33. I host a kind of variety of stuff. If you, uh, I also do other stuff. If you're not interested in baseball, just follow me there at Paul Holden 33. That's the best place. But for Rocky stuff, at L-O Rockies for Locked on Rockies uh, on the regular. And I'm on Twitter at LJ Fastball, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. The show is at LO underscore Cardinals. Paul, I'm sure it'll be fun, and I wish you guys nothing but the best, and this weekend should be a fun weekend. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we, we're looking forward to it, Lucas, and uh, thank you so much for your time.